Okay, it's preparing to live stream it. Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace. What's good, everybody? Yeah, this is Shem L. I got with me the brother, the copper child, Mike L. And we're going to do a uh, conversation, just a casual conversation uh, we've been building on the phone and discussing about how we was going to talk on this subject pertaining to Dr. Strange and the Kabbalah. So I'm going to let the copper child, Michael, take over. Um, he's going to go ahead and ask the questions. I'll answer them. Uh, he'll be posting in the chat, putting up his information. Be sure to support him. I'll have it also uh, in the description for you to contact him and to support him and what he's doing. And uh, we'll just take it from there. Yeah, I can't. For some reason, I'm not finding the chat. I'm on, the, I'm on there. Uh, I'll see the video yet. Okay. You, okay, so... I'm on your channel, though. Okay, no doubt. So, you definitely on there. So, we got two watching right now. If you go... Let me look at this. Check, check it to me if you can. So... If you check it to me, one, I'm going to press that link. I'm going to do that. One moment. And peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I'm the copper child, Mike L. And I'm really into the uh, these action figures. I'm into action figure photography. As you can see, I got all these action figures behind me. And uh, you see, we got these Dr. Strange action figures. And uh, I just think they're cool. I'm fascinated with the... Uh, it's a little statue, you know, these little, you know, statues are part of ancient African culture, as we all know, and I just happened to, I guess, a modern day version of it. Like here we have Brother Voodoo, and that's interesting. This is a, a Haitian superhero, you know what I mean? Is any from Haiti, Brother Voodoo? Brother Voodoo? Yeah, I'm not as familiar. If I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. not familiar Voodoo. with that character. That's, that's Dr. Strange, Brother Voodoo. Yeah, definitely. You're going to see a lot of him in a new in a new film, you know? He's in the, he's in the comic book. Um, but yeah, so I'm just fascinated, man. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how, what connection does Dr. Strange have with the Kabbalah? Because that's, that's pretty unique to me. So if you could break that down, uh, I'd be fascinated. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, when you look at Dr. Strange, to give this, I'll give the short, condensed aspect of it, and now I'll go deep into it from the beginning. So... Mm -hmm. Dr. Strange actually serves as the Adam archetype in the movie. Uh, when you deal with Kabbalah, just to give 
for those who are not familiar with Kabbalah, the overview of it. Kabbalah deals with the esoteric and mystical meanings, the metaphysical um, interpretations of the Bible, particularly the Old Testament. So you get into your stories about Adam and Eve, the garden, the flood, Noah, Moses, and all of that. But it even goes further into the New Testament with the Christ, um, certain um, Kabbalistic teachers speak on, on the latter thing, latter day. But the Doctor Strange character is really the Adam character. I'm going to show you why. So Doctor Strange, of course, was a doctor, right? He was a surgeon, a top surgeon. And he lost his ability to perform surgery in the accident for those who saw the movie, right? So taking it from there, he goes and seeks a way to heal himself, but he has to go to the East, right? The enlightenment is in the East. And that's kind of like what you see with Europeans today. They go to all these different exotic places, Tibet, you know, parts in Africa, China, and um, they, some of them are looking for enlightenment, few of them, but most of them are looking for ways to advance themselves physically. And that's what you saw with Dr. Strange. He basically wanted to get back to the point where he could be a surgeon again. You know, like nowadays, these Europeans, they do the Qigong, the Tai Chi and the yoga and all that stuff. And they don't do it for the enlightenment or the spiritual aspects of it. They do it for the long health, the vitality, the feel young again, you know, greater sex drive or what have you. So when he had that conversation, remember, he had that conversation with that guy in the basketball court. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was telling he them like, I what I needed and I was good. Yeah, I just wanted exactly. to heal myself and I was good. Exactly. Exactly. That's the typical European mindset, European Western mindset. They just well, he wasn't even a European though, huh? He was uh wasn't he supposed to be like uh like he may have, to he, say. he may have been Latino. He yeah. may have been, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it still represented the Western mindset mm-hmm. of that. You catch what I'm saying? And that's where Doctor Strange, that's how he first came in. So mm-hmm. he comes to this place, um, Kamataj, which is a fictional place, but is out there in Nepal, right? In Indo- Indonesia, which is in Southeast Asia. And so he's going like to the, this. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like so the Wakanda of, of Nepal. Exactly. That's the <laughs> Wakanda of Nepal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he goes there, and um, first person he comes across is Morda. Now, this is where you're going to start being able to detect the, the Kabbalistic breakdown. It's in the names. So Mordo, phonetically more, right? And you wow. see it was a melanated brother in that yep. particular uh, movie, even though the character in the comic strip is from Transylvania. There you see it, right? Called Mordo, Right? So call, actually interesting, the word call is German for free man. 
Wow. So, he, so his full name is Baron Call Amadeus Mordo. And Baron is a title of nobility. So a title of nobility is a Baron. He got a name Call, which is free man, and Mordo, right? Being a Moor. But also Mordo is short. A lot of people use the term Mordo short for Mordecai. And Mordecai, which is in the Hebrew, in the Bible, is really Marduk, which is an ancient Sumerian. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you're really dealing with the Marduk of ancient Sumer with that character. And how you know is because later down the line, he has a he has a um, a gripe with humanity. He has a gripe with them. The term in the uh, Numi Elish, in the ancient Sumerian text, Marduk was the one who set the new world order where the humans would be bearing the burdens for the gods, right? So, again, so keep that in mind. Mordu, Mordecai, Murdu. So now you get to where he's introduced to the ancient one, okay? And the lady, the lady right? Who's a lady in the in the movie, but in the comic book, it's a elderly Chinese man, right? Or a Tibetan man, mystic. Mm-hmm. So remember, there was that conversation before they walked in the door into that building for Kamataj. Mordo told him, Dr. Strange, I was once like you, and I too was disrespectful. Okay? So he's speaking to the human mind, the human state of humanity. He gets to see, he said, and, and he said, do yourself a favor, forget everything you think you know. So they go into the building. He's thinking, he goes to the first person who's a, a Chinese, elderly Chinese man. He thinks that's the ancient one. And then he sees it's the European lady with the bald head. Now, ancient one, again with Kabbalah. Ancient one, the term ancient one, is the same as ancient of days in the Bible, in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 9, when it speaks about the ancient of days. So the title is applied to a being that has no no end of days, no beginning of time and no end of days. That title in Kabbalah is applied to the archangel uh, Metatron. Oh, Metatron. Michael, right, right. It's Metatron, but it's also Michael, Archangel Michael. So these are two different beings or two same names, the same being? I mean, two names, same being. In certain circles, they make them different. In other, in other interpretations, they're the same. In the, um, in the, in the text, in a book called the Book of Zerubbabel, Michael is, the Archangel Michael and Metatron are the same. Now, is Metatron, is that name in the Bible? It's not in the Bible. It's in the Zohar. It's in the, it's in the Zohar, which is a Kabbalistic text, and it's in the Book of Enoch. Okay, that's Z-O-A-R? Z-O-H-R. Z O H A R. I'm sorry. Z O H A R. Yeah. And just to let people know, um, I wrote a book called 
who is Elohim, and I speak about it all in there about that who particular who is Elohim. Yeah, exactly. These beings, as yeah. in plural, not singular. As in plural, not singular. Exactly. Okay. So, as in, as in capital O, lowercase g, I mean, capital G, lowercase O, lowercase g. Right. And in the Hebrew, there is no capital or lowercase. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, the Elohim that's mentioned in the Bible, in the Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, where it says Barashif Elohim, right? In the beginning, God, it's really talking about plural. That's why yeah. when it says, let us make man in our, our image and after our mm-hmm. likeness, it, w- it was more than one person. And actually, Adam is more than one being because in Genesis chapter 5, verse 2, it says, male and female and created he them yep. and named them Adam. So name them. Yes. Adam. Name mm-hmm. them Adam. So mm-hmm. Adam or Adama, which means of the ground, the ground beings or the earth beings. The red, the red, the red soil. The red soil, exactly. That implies, and, and you know his cape mm-hmm. is red. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has Superman. a red cape. And we're gonna get oh, into I the mean, cape. I'm, I'm saying that's Superman. I'm straight, yeah. Yeah, strange. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, all yeah, yeah. it's all syn- it's all synonymous. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. use the same yeah. color scheme. So yeah. Go moving me moving forward, he meets the ancient of days, right? Yeah, I don't even know why. Yeah, uh-huh. ancient of days, the ancient one, which is ancient of days, which is Metatron in the Zohar, the Kabbalistic text, right? So now the ancient one tells Dr. Strange the secret to the mystic sciences, and he doesn't believe it, right? Yeah, there's that time where he, um the ancient one cast his astral body out from his physical yeah. body. Yeah. Right? So keep this in mind. Right. So keep this in yeah. mind. Yeah. So this also ties into the aspect of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, right? When it says, Lord God, or Yahweh Elohim, Breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Exactly. So that would be your the soul is the ba. The ba. The spirit is the ka. So at this point, the soul has, right, exactly. And you have in a type of Kabbalah that's called Merkaba. Merkaba. Mm-hmm. Light body. Light body, exactly, which is focused mainly on the book of Ezekiel, mainly Ezekiel chapter one that deals with the wheel inside of the wheel um, because the word... The pyramid inside of pyramid. Exactly, exactly. Because you're dealing with a... Um, it comes from a root word meaning to ride. So it's dealing with like a, a traveling aspect. It's also a term used by the um, South African um, Sangomas or the um, shamans, you know what I'm saying, of mm-hmm. very spiritual beings. But mm-hmm. so moving f- forward with that, so you have here where you have that context of the soul in the frame, in the you know what I'm saying, because he's made of the dust of the ground. So 
moving along, he gets to learn this. Now, this is where you get into the aspect of being in the garden. So Kamataj symbolizes the garden. This is something we have to realize. In the book of Genesis, when it speaks about the creation, right? That's not the first time of the creation of what we call man, of the existence of human of beings on the planet. How do you know? Because it says when it male and female were created, they said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Are you going to replenish something that was never replenished? Exactly. Exactly. So they're letting you know that there was a, there were people already here. Then they tell you that um, a man shall leave his wife. I mean, a man shall leave his family and cling to his wife and they shall be one flesh. Now, how could that statement be made if there was just man and woman on the planet? There was no family. There's unit. no family. Yeah. Exactly. So they let you know there was families in existence for them to say a man shall leave his family and cling to his wife and they shall be one flesh. And that one flesh, you're going to see down the line what happens where we introduce about the serpent. So let's get into this. So Adam, oh, oh, and it is, I, I found it interesting. They use the term Shambhala for the, the Wi-Fi password which denotes like the underworld, Shambhala. If you ever read those stories about that term, that was... Um, yeah, that's like the cities with the, the earth. Cities in the center of the earth, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Antarctica, how you pronounce it? Antarctica. Yeah, Antarctica and Antarctica. Right. But, no, yeah, but Antarctica, right? Yeah. Like Shambhala and Antarctica. Argatha, yeah, Argatha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Argatha, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, those, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but yeah, I know. Yeah, you you got it. You on it. So Agatha Shambhala and Agatha. So that deals with that. So now we're moving forward where you have a situation where he's learning these arts. He's learning all this stuff, and he gets a chance to go to the library. Now right. so in the library, which is key, because remember the first scene was in the library with Casalius. Casalius represents your Lucifer, the one who was the student, right, who fell from oh, grace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He took the pages out the book. He took the pages out the book, right? He was disgruntled, right? And he took with him... Was it his... two pages? What I saw was two pages. Right, it may be more, but what I saw was two. So he took with him his followers. That would be equivalent to the story in the book of Revelations where he talked about um, the dragon and the third of the heaven fell with him. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you he have bliss in the story. And he bliss, right, the rebellious one. So you okay. have this, this motif going on here where you have this. So now, also, that I'm glad you mentioned Iblis, because anyone who read the Quran know that there's a there's a part in the Quran where the angels are asking Allah, "Are you going to make a successor in the earth, Khalifa?" 
He was supposed to succeed. Adam was a Khalifa in the earth who's going to shed blood and cause mischief. And Allah said, I know what you know not. And they prostrated. And the reason why is because Iblis had already, everyone bowed down except Iblis. Right? Mm-hmm. Because the concept was that this, this is a man, this is a mere mortal. Right? And we're made of light. So, so you see how this plays out. Now, what happens is in the library, when he's in there, he speaks to um, the librarian Wong. And Wong is basically telling him, uh, you can, he's telling him what he can read and what he can't read. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's equivalent to the statement where the Elohim is telling Adam, of all these fruits, fruits, fruits you can eat. Which is the knowledge. Which is, which the, is knowledge. the knowledge. But of the fruit mm-hmm. of the knowledge of good and evil, you can't wow. partake. You see what I'm saying? That was the first thing he grabbed. <laughs> and that was the first thing he grabbed. You see what I'm saying? So Before, yeah. And he let him grab it though. That was kind of I was, you know. Right. Was, was, he let him, he let him grab it. That was, let that was grab kind of it. interesting. That was interesting to me. Yeah. Because it had to play out of him having his eye open. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Remember ancient days said, open up your eye. The the eating of the fruit in the Bible denotes the mystical knowledge that opens up the third eye because that's why they said their eyes were open and they saw that they were naked mm. at that point in time once they ate of the fruit. You know what I'm saying? But they already so they, were walking around so they had to have their physical eyes open so it wasn't their physical eye, it was the inner eye. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That pineal gland that was opening up. So Again, so he goes and takes that. He finds out about Cassilius, right? He learns about what happened. And then eventually he has a conversation with Cassilius. Now, this that is where sounds it, like Iblis a little. I, I, yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It sounds like uh, Iblis a little bit, Cassilius. Yeah, it is. That's, that's the whole archetype. Because remember when they had that conversation when they was in the um the Saint Sanctum Sanctorium, and I'm gonna get into that that name. That that one is a deep one, but they have the conversation. He's like, um the ancient one, Dr. Dr. Strange is basically saying, like the ancient one, you know, you know, you you're messing with the dark forces and you know you you're doing a bad thing. He's like, you know. He lying to you. You know what I'm saying? What? Oh, so yeah. What? what so hold up. Yeah. So, so wait, you saying who was you saying who was saying you saying who was saying that? Cassilius was telling Doctor Strange that the ancient one was lying to him. Using it. Yeah. Yeah. Is he telling the truth? I think he's telling the truth. And he really and he was telling the truth in part because the ancient one was tapping into the dark dimension. The dark magic, and she wasn't telling nobody. And she wasn't telling nobody. Now let's so go back said, to that's the, why he said that's why he said hypocrites in the beginning. Hypocrites, exactly. That was that was the it's, whole thing. That's why he Yep. So he's like, I, if it's good for you, then it's good for me. Good for me, right. See yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. so now go back to the Bible where the serpent, which is Nakash, 
the Hebrew word Nakash, which means whisperer, is having a conversation mm. with Eve or Hawa, which means living. And he says to, the serpent says to Eve that Eve is telling them of all the fruits, we can't eat of that because in that day we shall surely die. Because that's what Elohim told them. Elohim told them, if you touch that fruit in the day you eat of the um, tree of good and evil, you shall surely die. He said, you shall not surely die. You shall open your eyes and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, question, did they die when they opened, when they, when they ate the fruit? They didn't. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm asking the question. Oh, no, no, go uh, ahead. Okay, go. go um, no. <laughs> no, they didn't. It shouldn't take you so long for me to answer. <laughs> no, they didn't. So, so Nakash, the serpent, actually told that truth. They didn't. And their eyes were open. The, their eyes were open. So that's the same aspect of what you have here with the conversation with Cassilius and Dr. Strange. He's appealing, and he actually said, he said this. He said, um, Dr. Strange, <laughs> he said, Doctor, did you come here for enlightenment no you came to be healed you came where we all came is broken right and the ancient one promised us to be healed and then fed us politics see what i'm saying and um so he's basically appealing to the eve part of him or the feminine side of him and this is Cecilia's talking to strange who's talking to strange right He's talking to strange. Okay, in the, okay, in the okay. That's the conversation. Okay, that's the conversation. He said, yep. "You came, yeah, you you came here for enlightenment. No, you came to be healed. So mm -hmm. if you came to be healed, right? What did what did what did he promise you? It's like it's like a dude coming up to a woman who um, is in a bad relationship and say, yo, you know, oh, he said he was going to buy you things, he's going to treat you, and look, look how look what he's doing to you.'" You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he's appealing to that the feminine side, at the Eve side of him. And that's it. Because remember, a man shall leave his family, cleave unto his wife, and become one flesh. So Dr. Strange now embodies the man and woman, Adam and Eve, at that point in the garden, having mm -hmm. the conversation. And they're in the Sanctum Sanctorium. Now, Sanctum Sanctorium, you hear it sounds fancy, sounds cool. But when you research it, Sanctum Santorium is Latin. In fact, it's Moorish Latin. And it's Moorish Latin that comes back to a Hebrew word, um, Kadesh Ha Kadeshim, which means, simply means Holy of Holies. And Holy of Holies is a term that's used in the Bible, particularly in the Torah. And that's your tabernacle that acts as the, um, the doorway, the pathway between the spiritual world and the physical world. And who, who regulates that? Who, who manages that? The Levitical priest, the Sanctum Santorium. What is it? it? It connects this universe. It's a doorway between this universe to protect from the multiverses and all the other, the mystical forces out there. Who's responsible for that? The order, that's because that's what it was. It was an order of mystics that were trained under the ancient one. 
Now, let's go back. There are those who will say that Michael, the Archangel Michael, is Melchizedek as well. Melchizedek, which means um, who is like God. Well, Michael means who, Michael means who is like God, who is like El. Melchizedek means um, angel or king, depending on how you want to interpret it. But let's say king of righteousness, king of justice, Melchizedek, right? So in the book of Genesis, chapter 14, if I'm not mistaken, you have Melchizedek, king of Salem, who was a high priest after the order of El Elyon. El meaning God or yeah, mighty and Elyon meaning highest. So it's God the most high or the most high God. So, and you have an order of Melchizedek that you find later in the New Testament. So this, you have a basically this order of they they play the role of the priesthood, the mystics. And their job is to protect um, the earth from these adverse mystic forces, and they and they guard these holy of holies, which is the sanctum sanctorium, which is in three places. Now you find there's a um, there's a common theme of three or the law of three. Sanctum sanctorium in New York, which is in uh, 177A Bleecker Street, which is in Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village is a known place for the occult. So you got New York City. Exactly what I thought. Yeah. New York City. You have London and you have Hong Kong. Those are three important places because those where you have your world clocks and a lot of the old world clocks, you'll have a New York clock, London clock, and a Hong Kong clock, right? Um, wow. You know what I'm saying? And some other ones, they'll add a fourth one, which may be Japan. It sounds like you're about to talk about the Aigamoto. Well, we're going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we're getting into the time. So, clock, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Right. So when he got to the part where he came across the eye of Agamotto, and Agamotto was the name of a per was named after one of the older uh, mystics, sorcerers mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. to control time. Right. Remember, this whole theme in Doctor Strange is a theme about time. Because from the very beginning of Dr. Strange's um, career. Listen, listen. I used to hang around that clock on Bleacher Street every day. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so you already know. In that area, because that's where the skate shop is at. Oh, okay. That's what's up. I used to get off the train on Bleacher Street to go to work. Right. So I spent a lot of time in that area. You know what I'm saying? So that, so, like, I never knew what you said about you know, it's kind of like sounds like a, like a ley line type of spot. The way you, the way you, the way yeah. you is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That whole area, Greenwich Village. Um, that actually, if you, you look up the history of Greenwich Village, Greenwich Village was actually one of the first um, townships for us as melanated people. Town- because what, what, it was the first township. It was one of the first townships in New York by the free emancipated slaves, meaning towns. Like it was a section. Oh, township, town. Yeah, township. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you look up the history of Greenwich Village, you'll find that. 
And so freedom is right there. That's why I was there. There's a skate shop. I don't know. People it's a popular skateboard shop called Supreme. Okay. It's right there on Bleecker Street. So I used to yeah. skate there, you know, hang out there every day. Right there. Right. And I used to work right next to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a lot of history out there in uh in Yeah, Grand Supreme. Yeah. People I don't know, you ever heard of Supreme Skate Shop? I never heard of it. I ain't gonna lie. It's a popular, it's a popular clothing brand. It's called Supreme. Okay. Like a lot of celebrities wear it. They got stores in LA, stores out here, but that's um, you know, when you get off the train to go there, Bleaker Street, that's where you get off the train at right there. Bleaker Street. Okay. Yeah. You just bring back memories. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You just connected it all up. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, that was um that's a very important place. So there, like I said, New York, London, and Hong Kong. So that's three. There's a constant theme of three or reoccurring theme of three in the movie. Also, you have um, the three main um, mystics or sorcerers under the ancient one, which would be Mordo, Doctor Strange and Wong, and you see them all together in the end when they're fighting against um, what's his name? Um, Caselius. Caselius and his mystics. So that kind of becomes like the the, um, story of in the book of Revelations where it talks about um, the Archangel Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and his angels. Right. And there was a war in heaven. You catch what I'm saying? So that kind of goes with that theme. But those three men, if you notice, one is of European descent, Caucasian. One is a Chinese man. Another one, mortal, the more. Right. Melanated. So that comes back in your mind. You know, I can go back in my childhood. We used to always have those um, jokes. It was a black man, white man, Chinese man. Right. That goes back to the concept of the three um, racial classifications of Negroid, Caucasoid and Mongoloid. So they put in that theme in your head again. Going yeah, back yeah, to that's kind of funny. That's I'm saying funny. like, yeah, it's not it's not by accident. It's not by accident at all. Definitely not. Yeah. So but look where. Yeah. So I want to ask about the mirror dimension. I don't want to get that. Yeah. How that yeah. ties in. Okay. And also, where is Mordo from in the movie? I, so, I didn't pick that up. So you really don't get it in the movie. You'd have to read the comic book. So, and again, the comic book, the character in Mordo in the comic book is not a brown-skinned, melanated oh, brother. He's okay, a okay. Transylvanian. He's from Transylvania. Where, um, where's he? Is that, is, is that Australia? Where's, where's Transylvania? Transylvania is in like, um, is like uh, in Western Europe. You're talking about like Romania and all that area. Okay, okay. Czechoslovakia, all that, all that parts. So it's between, it's like um, in the aspect of where Asia and Europe meet. Okay. In that, in that part. So, um, and you know the so story about Transylvania, that's where you get Dracula from. The story of Dracula, Dracula from Transylvania. Okay, okay, okay. You know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah. When you see the when you see the old 
um, cartoon pictures or comic picture drawings of him. He has dark hair. It looks like he's he got a, like a receding hairline on um, you know real thick black mustache and beard. You know, what I'm saying okay, real thick okay. eyebrows. That's mortal in the in the comics. Oh, but, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying so they never really talk about his where mortal come from in the movie. You don't mm. really hear that. Um, all you hear about Mordo is that, you know, he came, he had a, they say he was very strict. You know, he had a rough up- upbringing. He, uh, you know, he wanted to, he wanted, he came to, out of his mouth, he said, I came to you to destroy my enemies and you, um, you helped me destroy my demons. And so you didn't destroy them. You just, you just put them to the side or something like that, right? Which, yeah. And, and ancient ones say you never really destroy your demons. You just learn to live above them. Yeah, exactly. What you live said. above okay. them, which is again dealing with higher self, lower self. Because in more science, uh, it says in the circle seven that if you were to look for the devil, you must look within. It is the self, the lower self. And if you were to look for your savior, you must look within. It is yourself. So, so it's really speaking about raising on a higher frequency, a high, higher vibration. You know what I'm saying? Me and you had that conversation about people being in low vibration, low vibratory frequency people. You know what I'm saying? They're not living above their demons. You know what I'm saying? They're not rising up above their demons. So that's what Ancient One was trying to tell um, mortal. That you know, all you're doing is you don't you're not destroying, you can't destroy the devil or your lower self, particularly while you're in this physical frame. Because it's it's the humanity is the fall. Humanity is the fall of man, being in this carnal flesh, because we're actually spirit beings having a physical experience. So you don't really destroy it. What you do is learn to rise above it and be in control. Being in your higher self, as they would say, that's exactly what she said. And he yeah. made it sound like he was talking about physical demons, right? Right, but it wasn't. It's, it's yeah. inner demons. Yeah, yeah. All the negative frequencies and thoughts that you got within that make you do all type of crazy stuff. So, yeah. so, and you see what happens later on in the end because he becomes disgruntled and upset. Because he feels he he was um, his illusion was destroyed. Like he had he fed into the illusion about ancient one that the ancient one was all good. She was all about the natural law. She would never touch the dark dimension. You see what I'm saying? Once he realized that, and Doctor Strange told him, like she's not who you think she is, right? <laughs> because of his you know his his sense of morality. Or his self righteousness, if you will, he went on a ramp. He went on a mission to go against that and destroy people who he felt was misusing that power. Did they explain? Maybe I missed it. But did they explain why she tried to tap into that dimension? You know what? The best that they did was say that she was trying. It, it, she didn't really elaborate on it other than to say that she was doing it to protect to protect others 
from it. In other words, she felt that if she was around long enough, that she would be able to keep things in control by, you know, tapping into that energy, keeping her life long, but still doing the good mission of raising up these mystics or sorcerers to fight against Dormammu. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But so she was again, trying to prolong her life. Yeah, she was trying to prolong her life because she felt <laughs> she was. She no, that's was, real. Yeah. No, that's, go that's, ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's like you know. That's like who wouldn't do that? Like, oh yeah, right. Who would, you know what I'm saying? Like that's you know everybody wants to live long, so that's like the perfect excuse. Like the perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like absolutely. You know, I just want. I just want to instead of you know letting life take its natural course. You know yep. Yep. And that's that was her that's flaw. That was her flaw. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, and that that was what it exposed. Everybody had flaws. Everybody has a flaw, no matter how spiritual you may think you are. Everyone had a flaw. Like and she the, just want to live longer, but she's using "I want to help the world" as an excuse. Right. She just want to live longer. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm That's what it boils down to. Because if she really believed, that she would just let herself go and trust in and 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 the, the time continuum. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right or wrong. That's true. That's true. And keep in mind, the main thing that she told Dr. Strange was that he was egotistical. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, the desire to live longer physically is egotistical. That's the ego. Exactly. <laughs> trying to hold on to the physical. That's right. Because that's the he only thing that wants to hold on. to the physical. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting how that played out. So Again, you got that aspect um, with the ancient of days, you know, trying to live longer. You got Dr. Strange being the person, because again, he became the successor, right? As mentioned in the Quran. Yeah, he became the successor of, he inherited this thing to control the the Sorcerer Supreme, right? Right, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he became the Khalifa, as mentioned in the Quran. So he was the Adam. He was the Adam. Um, he was the Adam prototype or the Adam archetype that's mentioned in there. So when you really break that down, and if you really look at it, you know, I'm, I'm just throwing this in, even though it's not really it. Whenever people talk about the Jesus or the Christ, the Christ is also a type of Adam. In the sense, in, in, in twofold. One, if you look at the, uh, they always say that Jesus is the son of God, son of man, right? Well, that would also be true of Adam in the sense that Adam is also looked at in the Bible as a, as a son of God, right? Uh, and a son of man, because he is the first of the physical or what they say the human race you know what i'm saying even though we know that there were beings before adam right and uh just a quick flash for people who want to be interested in this i'm also going to get into um pb randolph but this is a book by pb randolph called pre-adamite man um 
that talks about demonstrating the existence of the human race upon this earth 100,000 years ago. So it gets into that whole about the cycles of time. So Jesus would represent the, the spiritual Adam, so to speak. In, in other words, the first of his time to transform from human flesh to flesh divine because the whole concept for the story that they use about Jesus is that he conquered death, is that he was able to be the first one to be able to be put to death or conquer death. You know what I'm saying? So death is not an end of anything. All people who deal with metaphysics and esoteric knowledge knows that death is really a doorway of transition into another stage in life. So that's where the, the Adam, Jesus Adam comparison comes into. But again, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna let you a- ask some more questions. You know what I'm saying? I know I, I don't want to ramble on too much. So I'm nah, too man, much. I'm having fun listening, man. You, I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know Very no informative. Doubt. No doubt. No Very doubt. informative, man. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, my imagination is running wild. I'm just listening to what you're saying and just thinking about, you know, everything all together, man. And it's like, so the whole, so what, what they call it, the, the mirror dimension. Yes. How does yes. that? How does that tie into maybe? everyday reality, everyday life, or how does that tie into the Kabbalah? Um, or, yeah. Or, 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 you know. Got you. Absolutely. So, alright, so there's a couple of things um, we should talk about with, with the mirror dimension. With the mirror dimension, you also have the dark dimension. Right? Now, this all ties into the Kabbalistic tree of life. And also the counterpart of the Kabbalistic tree of life, the the clip off. The clip off is considered the inverse or the reverse of the cap of the sephiroth, which is the Kabbalistic tree of life. And you have um, ten sephiroth in that Kabbalistic tree of life. On the reverse side, you would have ten on the cliff off side. So they would. A lot of people say that the cliff off is the dark side, or the chaos side. That would be your thought. You're talking about on the tree of the Sephiroth. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it would be. Is that like, is that also like an as below, so as above, so below depiction? In a sense, as above, so below in a sense. Yes. So it would be dealing with polarity, dealing with the law of polarity, like in the Kabbalion. So in other words, all right, how can I put it? If, you may have a person that, uh, or two brothers, because this is the Cain and Abel concept. That That's a theme that uses this. Uh, you may have one per- particular brother or person who likes to do things and his whole thing is about helping people. It's all about trying to be looked at as good. The other side- That's a different point. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You're saying to be looked at as, as to be good. To be that's viewed not, as good. That, but that's not genuine as just to do it, just to do it. So I'm listening to what you're saying. Yep, yep. So okay. looked at as good and may even have some real genuine intentions. But okay. 
But in in the sense, the ultimate the ultimate aspect of it is that it is perceived as good. The perception okay. of it is good by the masses. I'm saying. Okay. The okay. Other so one, it's going to be counted. To be counted. Yes. Correct. That's, all right. So I'm trying to make sure there's a difference to do good to do good or right. to do good because you want credit for it. True. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the clip off side would be representing that one that doesn't care about what people think. That's, that's, it just does the job that it wants to do when it does it. You know what I'm saying? By any means necessary. You I catch think, what I'm saying? That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I like, if you're doing the right thing, that's a good attitude. I think. Right. So you got those people. You got somebody, I'll use this example because I've heard a lot of people say, I don't know the brother personally, but a Dame Dash might be a clip-off type dude because he gets the job done, but he he seems to rub people the wrong way. Or he has, in the past, rubbed people the wrong way, but he's not. A, he don't care about whether you are in your emotions about how you feel about him. He's about let's get it done. You see what I'm saying? You know what? You know what character I noticed that in the movie. I wish I could relate it to the Doctor Strange movie, but uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean, the main character in that movie, he, he had that about him. Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp his, char- his character in that movie was like that. Think okay. Yeah. Like I'm, if I'm relate to what you're talking about, his character, he didn't care. He did the weirdest things, but he always he was effective. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so. In, in that, that movie, you know what I mean? Right, right. If you so know that, in that movie, it was, he was just like all over the place, but he's always, he, had a, he was focused. Exactly, exactly. So right. on one side, yeah, so on one side, you got the mirror dimension. The mirror dimension is the reflection. What you see or what you want to see, right? What you want to see? What you want to see. see what's there? How come you don't just see what's there? Okay, because when you're looking at a mirror, the mirror is not really the true you. It just reflects. It's only reflection. You don't really but see. It can only reflect what's there. It can only reflect what's there and how you process in your mind what's there. Okay, because you and I can be looking at the same there. mirror. You and I can look at the same mirror and see things differently. From your angle to your angle, this is my good side, this is my bad side. You catch what I'm saying? Depending on the focus. Depending on the focus. So it deals with reflection. Mm. The dark side is void of that. The dark side is chaos. no no reflection. And it's also, they make it synonymous with chaos. But chaos is not always necessarily bad chaos is just that which is it is not yet formed you have what's called and that's what's called in in kabbalah tohu and tikkun which is chaos and order right so and matter of fact domanu one of the one of the term titles for domam domamu who's in the uh dr strange in the comics is the lord of chaos so if Domanu, Domamu is from the dark dimension 
and he's within the dark dimension, the Lord of Chaos. So the dark dimension is the chaos, the chaos side. That is the Tohu. In the Bible, it says the translation in the King James is that the earth was without form and void. It actually is Tohu and Bohu, which is chaos and void. It doesn't say formless. It wasn't formless. It was chaos. The earth was chaos and void. Oh, you're saying in the original text. The, in the original Hebrew, right. Wow. Tohu means chaos. Is it, was that the Aramaic Hebrew? Yeah, Aramaic Hebrew. Tohu wa bohu. Okay. So tohu is chaos wa bohu and wa and bohu, which is um, void. And then tohu Wa tikkun, which is chaos and order. Tikkun would be order. And so let me say, tikkun, tikkun is order and order. Yep. And, so and, that's and, okay. and the total is, is chaos. And to, okay. Right. So that's your mirror dimension. The mirror dimension is more orderly, right? Tikkun and total. And the and the uh, the dark dimension is chaos. Let's say but, again, just so I can practice. I want to give you okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Tohu means chaos oh. in Hebrew. Okay, okay. Right. So, tikkun means order in Hebrew. So, the mirror dimension would be likened to the order. Right. The dark dimension is is synonymous with the chaos. Remember. When they say the, the dark dimension, the dark dimension is beyond death and beyond time. That means there's no beginning for the dark dimension. Remember, we always talk about uh, what now we just people will talk about you here. Uh, everything came from triple stage darkness or the cosmos, the, um, the black hole, the big bang. Everything comes from darkness. Right. So the chaos. There's a term out of chaos comes order. The order chaos, chaos has to right. It comes out of chaos. So out of chaos comes order. Same thing, order out of chaos. Order out of chaos, out of chaos comes order. So they has to, so that's telling you that chaos has to exist first for the order to begin. You have to form you have to put things in is, order. Is, 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 is the dark, is the dark, you saying the dark route. Right. That's the chaos. That's the chaos. Chaos is just everything that's just out, but it's formulated in order. But then, so but the then later on, it's formulated. In the beginning was the darkness. Then came in the, the beginning, light. And, and then came the light, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. When you yeah. open up a box and it has a bunch of things you pour it out on the floor, it's all spread out. There's no order. But then you got to put it together. Yeah. Order out of chaos. You know what I'm saying? That's and, how the and, mind works. And, that's how the universe works. Exactly. And I'll show you randomly one day um, with numbers. You can tell with with random num games dealing with numbers, there's always order out of mm -hmm. the chaos automatically. Yep. Absolutely. Automatically. Absolutely. You, yep. you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's uh and it's, it's it's there's no there's no there's no way around it. It's no. just, it's, you know what I mean? It's just like if you pour, you know, it's just like gravity. It's, you know, right. it's a law just like gravity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It has to, 
it has to exist in that way for things to come into creation. You know what I'm saying? Creation, uh, when you, and I, and I spoke about that in my book, creation is, is the process by which, first off, the word create comes from the Latin word creatus, meaning to grow. So it's a process. So the process of creation comes from the thought. The thought is, is synonymous with a seed that you plant. When you plant seeds, all right, let's put it like this. Anyone who's ever did gardening, and I do gardening, I got a garden in the backyard. Even if you, even if you try to put things in a row, right? Everything ain't perfect. The, the dirt ain't perfect. The seeds ain't aligned exactly. You know what I'm saying? You may have to sprinkle some stuff, but somehow within that chaos, you're going to see everything will eventually find its place. Order. It will find order because that's just how nature is. So, like, like, like a centrifuge, you know? Yes. It's like, you know, the elements are going to fall in place according to what they are. Absolutely. They have yeah. to. They have to. Yeah. They have to obey. Yeah, I mean, and that's because that's the cycle. The centrifuge is it, like because it's the yeah. That's the that's the free, you know, the frequency, right? That is the frequency. Cyclic frequency of the universe, right? Of the universe. universal pattern, yeah. Universal pattern, right? Yeah. Right. And uh, we just have to acknowledge it and tap into it. You know what I'm saying? What they're talking about in Doctor Strange in reference to the magic. And it is really just dealing with higher energies that exist in the world. Remember, Pangborn. She said, I, she said it's, yeah. Uh-huh. No, go ahead, go ahead. What she said? She said, you might call it, um, what she said, you spells. might call it spells, but if I you don't, call it, what she said, she called it? She, she put it like this. She said, if you don't like the word spells, you can use program. Yeah, program. Yeah, so she made it sound like something. Yeah, I got yeah. That. Yeah, she, she, she was basically saying, spell, call it a program. program. Yeah, she's relating it to a computer program, a computer program, and also psychological program. So programming the subconscious, because when you study the occult, you realize that magic is really just programming your subconscious. Because I think, of, okay, all right, because when okay, think about it like this. Watch this. All right. Remember, she they had the conversation when he first talked to her. He said, uh, how he asked her, no, she asked him, did you, when you do surgery on someone, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. do they heal themselves or does the body heal themselves? He said, well, the cells do. He said, okay, what if I can, what if I were to tell you that you're able to convince your cells to go and heal itself. I'm paraphrasing, to work the reconstruction. Yeah, yeah, I remember, no, I, I remember what you're talking about, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, oh, this would be um, um, new technology or something, something to that effect, right? Revolutionary, whatever. But she said, well, I, such and such and such and such. Yeah, and she said, so 
but the point of all of that is he was saying basically like she was saying that your mind controls is controlling everything in your mind like in the Kabbalion, the universe is mental all is mind in the universe is mental right so when you realize that you have the ability to tap into these energies through the sub and convince your subconscious because your subconscious doesn't operate in order your conscious mind does that's also with the aspect of the mirror dimension and the dark dimension so your dark dimension would be your subconscious and your mirror dimension would be your conscious in so far that you have to put things in order in the conscious but your your um your subconscious don't operate that way it does it just it's chaotic it's a clean what, slate clean slate it's a clean no slate judgment. and whatever you plant in it whatever you put into it is going to it accepts as reality whatever you put into your subconscious subconsciously it puts into reality it doesn't operate off of the filters until so you get to a process if you program that yeah. side of yourself a certain way, yes. then you will get these results. You will get these results. Of and the that's, program. Absolutely. That's the program. That's the spell. The spell is the program, the programming of the subconscious mind to make certain things. That's why you hear um certain people like um Joseph Murray, Neville Goddard, um the Master Key writings by um I think Charles Hannell. They all talk, they all say the same thing. It's about being convinced. The law of attraction, that whole law of attraction thing deals with the programming of the subconscious mind. Being able to program the subconscious mind to manifest your, your reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then let's get into uh I don't, I don't know how, how much longer you want to go for, because uh, I don't know how much longer. You want to go for a lot longer, or you tell me? Um, we can do a little bit more. I'm, uh, I ain't gonna be on too long, but we can do it. We can okay. do a little. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because this is good. I mean, people really don't have an attention span anyway, so we don't gotta make it too long. Yeah. No I, doubt. Should I not have said that? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, work on your attention span. Try to make it. Too long. No doubt. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. What about the uh, the sling ring, man? That, like how does that that's pretty cool man like what 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 that's like uh that's how they tap into you know the, 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 yeah that's like the same thing yeah yeah so the sling ring about? yeah the sling ring based on my study what what you're dealing with first off in mysticism there's there's always been amulets there's always been signets which are your rings and all of these things have symbolic meaning and also deal with uh, tapping in. It helps you tap into those, um, those subtle like things. a portal, right? Wasn't that a portal? Right. right. So the sling ring, you had to uh, go and open up a portal. But remember, though, remember... <laughs> The sling ring wasn't as important. It wasn't as important as the person, the mind of the person. Because remember, 
the uh, what uh, Ancient One brought out. Remember, he was having trouble. Doctor Strange was having trouble first, opening at it. At first, he couldn't do it. Yeah, first, everybody do was it. doing it. He's like, my <laughs> hands. It's my hands. He brought. And she, she brought, brought him to do with, with no hands. With a nub. And he was like, and he did it. Yeah, nub. It's like <laughs> open it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. So it was really. Oh man. Peace, y'all. It looks like we got cut off. Um, the copper child, Mike L, got disconnected. But um, but look, we're gonna do it again. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Definitely support the brother. Um, check him out on his YouTube channel. Check him out on Instagram. And uh, we'll have that link in the below and continue to check us out. All right, peace.